Hello, this is Rose White of the Coincidental Church of the Rockies. I just want to talk to you about a foundation, a firm foundation. Well, we uh, we read in the Bible that it talks about the the cornerstone, which is Jesus Christ. But did you know that Jesus Christ is also the stumbling block? It's the stumbling block of offense. It's, it, it is, Jesus offends us when we're not um, Christ-centered. Then, then just the, just the speaking of Jesus, speaking of religion, speaking of the church, it offends people. You, you can go to uh, any different group of people and 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 you will find that people shut down they leave the room they give uh and 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 that's if you're lucky um others will um curse and yell and 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 you haven't said anything you've just um said uh something that uh, a bible verse maybe people get offended by mentioning jesus and I find that, that that's sad because Jesus, God is so good. God is everything that, that you ever wanted. And, uh, to be offended by, by just the name or just, or to be offended by God in, in general is, um, it's sad to me that people would feel that way. But what the, the reason they do is the condemnation. Condemnation. You say Jesus and, I immediately, in the back of my mind, I go to things that I've done wrong, places that I've messed up, um, and and I condemn myself. So when I feel like that, that the guilt, the shame inside, I lash out, and that's just kind of a human nature thing. I, I, it's when unless I understand it and have. Um, thought about it in that way. I really don't even have control of those uh, those words and those uh, knee jerk reactions to uh, God or the name Jesus because it just it just kind of flows out of me um, with the guilt and shame being uh, being poked at or or. <laughs> As it as it uh, feels like in a person, it feels more like a stab in the heart. But it, it if people only knew Jesus the way that I knew Jesus, then I I think that you would uh, think of of God in such a another way. Let's start. Let's start from the beginning. Okay, so we had Adam and Eve. They were in the garden, and they um. Eve, as the story is told, Eve ate from the tree of knowledge. Now, I believe that that, that this was a plan of God, because why else would the tree of knowledge be put there as a temptation? God's not like that. He doesn't put, like, carrots in front of our, our face for us to get, and, and but we're never, we never get to uh, eat the carrot. Now, the reason we're starting with Adam and Eve is because we need to understand what, um, who Jesus is and what he done for us. So when the Adam and Eve, or when Eve ate the apple, then 
they were put out of the Garden of Eden, correct? Okay, now, I, like I said, I believe that that, that was a plan. And, and it was a, a stage of life where we started to question our surroundings and, and wanted more. And, and because it, it made no sense that God wouldn't have uh, warned them about uh, the Satan lurking around, right? So I, I believe it, it, was, it, was, it wasn't an accident that she ate from the um, tree of knowledge. It, it was a plan. So then we get these two people. Adam and Eve, they are now um, being open to uh, good and evil. And, and I believe that was, it was a type of hearing that they were open to. What they were open to was, was condemnation, really. And it was uh, condemnation from uh, the world around them and, and, um, and from each other. All of a sudden, they seen uh, the flaws in each other. They seen the sin in each other, that they had, had done something wrong. And so, uh, this, and can you imagine, they, they had all this time now, they had lived in the Garden of Eden, and they had never heard a word spoken that was negative. Every word that they've ever heard was something positive, something good. They had never heard a negative word. They had never heard um, a judgment against them. And now they're without God in a world that they um, hadn't been in before, and 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 they hear judgment. They hear uh, they hear the negative as well as the positive. Now this this had to been just scary to them, if nothing else. I mean, it had to been really scary to uh, have heard all that, right? Now. Time goes on, time goes on. Now we have the the law comes. And why do we have the law? Because now opening opened up to um the good and the bad, the we get to see um sin straight, you know, right in our face right then. And now so God has to give us a way because sin kills. Sin is it says the wages of sin is death. Okay, so our physical body at that time, at the very beginning, it was um, already immortal. We could live on forever. We weren't going to die. But what happened, what is the sin? Now, sin is death. It, it, it's a weight on a person. Now, and the only way to, to take that weight off of you is um, with the lifeblood of, of an, of an animal or a person, right? Okay, this is the, and this is just the way the world is made for as far as the uh, spiritual side with sin. And so, God gave them, um, instructions. He gave, He gave them, um, instructions on sacrifices, sacrifices of, of animals that would, uh, take away the, the sin that, that they had done, um, in any particular, uh, um, time in their life. And then they, and the church, or the, priests of the time would, would sacrifice the animals, pray over them, and, and that would um, cover their sin. But that that uh, covering was like a band-aid. It, was, it wasn't a forever covering. It just took away the sin so they could keep on living for that time. As because, like I said, the uh, wages of sin is death. So it, it kept them alive a little bit longer. Um, so then we move on, move on. We get to uh, now the time of Jesus. Now, Jesus was 
born of a virgin. So Mary was his mother and the Holy Ghost is said is, is his father. Now, and so this, with him not having uh, a father, an earthly father, that makes him um, half man and half God. Now that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, but he, he lived for one reason and he lived for the reason for us, for his, his holy blood, because that was God's blood. It was God and man's blood, but it was, it was God's blood that spilled that day on Calvary that covered our sin. And, and, and so you got to think of this, this man, this man, he was, I lived to 33 years old and, you know, I mean, he had a family, he had, he had friends, he had his disciples, and he had a, a love for, for his father, God, um, like none other. And he, um, and you, it was just kind of like now, the Pharisees, the, the, the teachers of the time, the, the, um, seduces and the Pharisees, they, they didn't like, they didn't like Jesus at all. Why didn't they like him? It wasn't because he was, he was, uh, doing anything too much wrong, but he was taking away their money. That's what he was. He was taking away their money because when, when he spoke, he spoke with authority and people listened to him. And now these people, instead of going to the, the, um, temple to offer, um, sacrifices and or, uh, to give money to the priests that were in uh, office at that time, he, he people would follow Jesus. And so then they were jealous. That was basically what's all it was is about money. Like it, like it always is, it seems like. Um, it was about money. So they come up with a plan. They come up with a plan to get rid of Jesus. They, they can't. And, and, and people are, um, the, the, Priests of the time, they're, they're indignant with this man. This, I mean, how could he walk around and say he is God by, by saying he's the son of God? He's, he's basically saying he is God, so that's blasphemy. And, and, uh, there's, and plus he's taking away money from them? Come on, they, they can't handle that. So they come up with this plan. They, and um, you see that, that there was, if reading the Bible, you'll see that several times were uh, people sent out to go get him and and bring him in, and um, they they would come and to get him, and then they would be amazed by the words he spoke, by the authority in those words, and, and they they couldn't do it. So, but finally, they they got someone to um, to lead him to Jesus, and that was Judas Aristocrat, and that was. Unfortunately, the, the position that that man was um, born and made for. So uh, uh, it's hard to, I don't, it's hard to feel uh, sorry for him, but, you know, because he made a mistake, but as uh, that's what he was made to do. But all life is important, right? And so and you think, well, what about this man? Don't worry. Jesus had a plan for him too. As uh, he was to be crushed and, and made a new, completely new. Um, so he wasn't lost either. Now we go to the Pharisees. They, they, uh, put Jesus on, on the cross. And then that day, that day when his, his holy blood spilled, that was that they, there was an earthquake. The, the, um, sky got dark. And and I'm sure the ones that, that put him up on that cross, they had been freaking out a little bit, don't you think? I would have been. 
and so uh but that 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 blood right there it it spilled and for the first time ever now mankind mankind had um more than a band-aid for their sin more than a band-aid and they had something that would last forever and that was uh would cover past present and and future that that's pretty awesome that it would cover all of that i mean that that's powerful that's but our god did that for us right so there's no more sacrifices after Jesus comes. No, we don't have to do uh, bring animals or, or to the, to the altar to sacrifice, because now we have the blood of Christ. Now, how do we apply that this blood into our lives to cover our sin? We apply this blood with belief, belief in it. That's it. That's it. That's all. We have to believe in God. And we have to believe in Jesus. And we have to believe that Jesus lived and died. And that holy blood that he spilled that day, that blood covers all of our sins. But not only did Jesus live and die, he was resurrected. And when we believe in that blood, we too will be resurrected into a new life, into a new day, a new time. Now here we are in a new day, in a new time. Resurrected as it is, because we believed in in the uh, elementary view of Christ, which was a belief in that blood enough to get us to this place. Okay, so um, now we're here, and uh, we're asked to go further into into step into a, a mature understanding of of God, and and. So we have to go much further than just, you know, the the um, sinner's prayer that, that gave us this life. We have to go further now. We have to understand who God is and, and, and the blood and how it works. And, and, um, and to, because now the stumbling block, it's still there, but, but we need to take that stumbling block and move it over and make it the cornerstone of our life. Why? Because now it's time to build our firm foundation. We couldn't build the uh, the firm foundation prior to this because it was it was based on on faith and faith, you know, as, as strong as it can be, it still uh, can be wavered. Now this is based on belief. Now we, we're putting the cornerstone in, in its place so we can build a foundation based on belief. Now it says in the Bible that there will come a time that we can prove God um, by with science. Basically, we will be able to prove the existence of God. Now that and that is true um, right now. So it, I believe it was in the 1960s. Um, they uh, it was a scientist. They came up with the science of uh, somatics. Okay, As this one starts with the C. The, you know somatics and in uh, literature is, is S, but this is somatics. It starts with the C. And this, what it is, is this the study of sound. And if we know our Bible, then we can look at um, this uh, science and see that, that there is no question that God exists anymore. There is no question that God exists because of this uh, one section of science here, the somatics. The study of sound. And how do we know? Because God told us 
that it was his word, his word that created all this. So basically, his word is still echoing in right now that holds it all together. So, and the science of somatics tells us that everything in our five senses, all everything that I could touch, feel, taste, all that is based on a sound, a vibration, a microwave, a, a frequency, all of it sound. Okay, so that there's uh, the proof that, that God exists, isn't it? I mean, I already knew God exists before I seen this, but but for me, that's rock solid. Now, there, there's no way that I can um, refute my own belief on that because I know now science backs it up. Science backs up what I had already felt in my heart and believed. Now, so then now I can take that, that stumbling stone, Jesus, roll it over and, and start my my firm foundation with Jesus. And uh, and he is he is my now my cornerstone, not my not my stumbling stone. And so I go and 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 every um every uh, bit of my foundation that that I begin to build has to be based on Jesus. Do you understand? So I can't build anything. I can't make another uh, block or, or or anything to go next to that my cornerstone unless I put Jesus in the picture. And how do I put Jesus in the picture? How, it all starts with the blood. It all starts with the blood. It all starts with the blood. Now science, let's go back to science now. Now science um, also tells us why it is so important to... Uh, Watch what we speak, because you know it says that in the Bible that we need to uh, pay attention to the words we speak, and and this is this isn't going to happen. Let me tell you, this isn't going to happen overnight. If you're you were like me and and um, speak like a drunken sailor sometimes, um, then this isn't going to happen overnight. That that you understand it and apply it to your life, and it's a done deal. This is over. This is practice. But with Jesus, I can do it. With Jesus, all things are possible. And the belief in Jesus, so now I put that onto my, um, into my my spirit, into my walk, and, and I pray that and 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 believe it, and it gets a little bit better, and it gets a little bit better, and it gets a little bit better. Okay, so there's, um, and then I go into the science and seeing the science is what is what makes it uh, another firm block right beside Jesus is because I can go into science and I can look through science and now. And there are, um, I, I mean, I, I am not a, uh, I, I, I don't have a degree in, in science or, or in theology or anything like that, but God has taught me my theology and, and, and I trust in the, that other people that their passion or, or, and their career, where their money come from, came from science, came from their job. So I, I, I look for accredited, um, uh, people, uh, people that work in in the field, not, and and so then I could trust in the science that they show me because they, that's where they get their money. That's where they they basically that's uh, what uh, puts uh, food on their table. So if I, and if and if I'm working for something that puts food on my table, I'm I'm gonna make sure I'm you know because I want I want to do it right because I want that food on my table. I want that money that buys my house. I want. You know, and and to be um, in a profession like that, then I I can trust in in um, 
and people that have spent their lives uh, studying different things <clears throat> in science. And that's what I look for when I look for uh, information that backs up my um, biblical knowledge. So anyways, I go to science again, and I find that there are many scientists that, that have done the study on words, on, on the different uh, reactions <clears throat> to physical matter from words. I seen a, a video that, that showed um, they had three strawberries. They put them in, in little plastic bags. And then uh, for 30 days, what they did was they, um, one of them, they completely ignored. One of them, they said, hey, 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 two. And then the other one, they said, love, 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 two. For 30 days straight, all of them. Now the the one that was ignored was the worst. It it it, it after the thirty days it, it was black all over. It was moldy. It really looked bad. The one that that the word hate was spoken over for the thirty days, it didn't look much better, but it was a little bit better. And then we go to the one that love was spoken over, and it looks almost like it did when. It, and when they put it in the bag uh, the first day. That's amazing, isn't it? That's that's amazing to me. So then uh, I seen, and it, I believe it's the same video, that it was water. They did this with water also. Do you know that when water, when you speak um, words of, of hate or, or anger or malice over water, then you, and you freeze that water, that water, the molecular structure of that water is it's changed it, it you can't tell um it just looks like a glob you because they show you um under a microscope and it looks just it doesn't look pretty it just looks like a glob now if you take water and you speak love and gratitude over it then you freeze it it has a beautiful beautiful um snowflake looking uh, shape that that will freeze in the water. It, that's wonderful. It's it's beautiful. So then we think of the human body. What do they say? They say that the human body is made up of water. I mean, I think sixty five percent or something like that is in my body is water. Now this is. And the and the and the funny thing is is that, that I've seen um, other other um, videos and things that, that back up that even my thoughts, without speaking them out loud, um, produce uh, uh, similar results than than words do. Just my thoughts, without saying it, produce similar results on water than and and on matter for as far as that goes, um, than uh, than my words do too. So, so then that there, there's another Bible, um, a line in the Bible where it says uh, that we should, we need to pay attention to the thoughts we think because and that's and Jesus said that's where sin starts in thought. And now it makes a little bit more sense to me. So, I uh, I start thinking about that and and then. I start thinking about uh, you know how how kids are raised and how uh um people come up in this society and then it starts to all click together it makes a little bit more sense why there's so much uh, hate 
in this world and there's so much crime and there's and people are deceiving one another and and things and it's stealing and robbing and cheating and whatever um everywhere you go it seems like it makes it starts to make sense because i remember just a few years ago when my thoughts were uh i hated everyone and um uh, so i i thought uh just crazy thoughts about people i mean and it just, just, I bet that one's doing this and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I had some kind of negative thought tied to every person that I encountered. I, and I started to believe that they were all my enemy, in fact. And because my negative thoughts, without them even knowing what I was thinking, affected them, you know, like it, it, it would counteract, you know, it would come back to me. In, in some kind of way. Sometimes it did. Sometimes it didn't. For most, you know, it started doing that for all of us. Our thoughts. Just our thoughts. Then we start adding in words and actions that go along with it. And um, and now we got people, uh, uh, so a society of people that are looking around at everybody, paranoid of everyone. They, they, they're scared of their own shadow, in fact, much less... A, a person, paranoid, I, I mean, paranoid of people that they should uh, be able to trust. Like family, that they, you know, family, been there their whole life. But all of a sudden, I can't uh, be around them because I'm scared to death that they are trying to hurt me. All of a sudden, I can't be around uh, friends that I've uh, had since, uh, <laughs> since I, I was, since I was born, really. I mean, uh, we probably laid together in the playpen. Who knows? But but now I can't trust them because I'm paranoid and and I'm fear. I have so much fear that they're trying to hurt me in every way possible, right? And and this is not only me. This is this is everyone. This is uh, like uh, I would say 90 percent of the people that I in, encounter in in each given day have these same kind of thoughts, have these same kind of uh, worries, have these same kind of uh um, fears that I do, or that I did, I should say. And so, uh, and I hated it. I hated it. I hated it so much. I would go to bed crying, you know, praying to, to God just to wake me up the next day because I wasn't sure if I would make it till the next day. I hated being in that position. So I, uh, I asked everyone I knew, I said, you know, what's going on here? What is going on here? And uh, people don't want to talk about this kind of stuff because why? Well, first thing we found out that when we talk about it, it, it just makes it worse for us. When we talk, because that's the negative words right there. It's the negative words. And so that people don't want to talk about it because it brings negativity to them. And then not only do they, do they not want to talk about it, they don't know what to do about it. They, had no, they don't have any idea any more than I did what to do about it. All I know is I, all I knew was I needed a savior. I needed a savior. If I needed anything else, I needed a savior. And so once I exhausted every every last person I I I have ever, uh, well not have ever, but every last person that I was around at least twice, asking them, you know, begging them for help. How do I? What's going on here? Because it seemed like it, it was like. Just a very quick change for me. And and so um, when the, I, I was exhausted, there was no other place to go. 
my God. And so that's where I went. And I found out, and I started with the radio. I started with putting Caleb on, because Caleb gave me comfort. It gave me comfort when I heard those songs um, come on the radio. They gave me comfort in my mind, in my heart, in my, in my house. So I, I put Caleb on, and I began to listen. And so, and even, you know, and I had it on, and I wouldn't really be paying attention to the songs coming on. Sometimes I would, sometimes I wouldn't. But those songs, well, my, I heard them in my spirit. I heard them in my, in my subconscious mind. And it gave me peace in my house. It gave me uh, more peace than I had had for a few years by then. And, and so then I thought, well, you know, if that gave me so much peace, you know, maybe I should open up that Bible just a little bit. And I didn't have very good, very good luck with uh, uh, talking with, with the church. And, and, and to tell you the truth, I didn't, I, I, I didn't give very many people, uh, I think only one, the opportunity to, uh, to um, help me if they would. And they, and they, didn't, they didn't believe, and maybe that was being attacked themselves. But uh, they, uh, I didn't give very much, very, any of the rest of the people in the church the opportunity to help because uh, I'm embarrassed of it. I was embarrassed of it. Like I did something wrong. And I hadn't. Um, I mean, I, I mean, not any wronger than I had been doing, right? And so, um, so when I got uh, uh, back, the feedback of uh, 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 perhaps I was uh, using too many drugs at the time. So, and that was the cause of it. And then, of course, that crushed me even more. And and uh, I had, and basically, it was probably the best thing that ever happened because then I had solely. Um, God to rely on, Jesus to rely on, and nobody else. I couldn't go, I didn't feel like I could go anywhere else for any kind of a, um, strength, protection, um, understanding. Nowhere, because uh, I had uh, either severed every connection and or been hurt by uh, by that connection or, or vice versa. So, uh, there was just God. That was all that's left. And I started reading the Bible. And I started reading the Bible. And I started reading the Bible. And, and just a, a little bit of here and there. Because I couldn't, I, uh, I, my life was too busy. I was too busy living my life to really put time in my life for God uh, consistently. So, I, I, you know, when, when it got real bad, I, I would open up the Bible and read a chapter or two. And, and then, you know, go back to just the radio and that would be okay. But then I got to a time where it wasn't okay just to read just a chapter or two. And so then I started reading. And then, but then I started writing the understanding that, that I felt like I was getting from the Bible. And not only did I write those, I wrote uh, all the, the anger, the hate, the, the, the fear, the, um, the malice, rage, all of that. I, I put it out on paper because I needed to get it out, whether, uh, it didn't matter if somebody had heard it, but I needed to get it out. So not only was I writing the understanding that I felt like I was getting from, from uh, reading the Bible here and there, but I was writing, like, my, that was my real uh, feelings at the time. That was my real um, rage. That was rage, anger, hate. And I felt every bit of that, up close and personal, you know? I felt every bit of that. So I... Uh, I had to get it out, though, because that, that, those kind of things, those kind of feelings that you don't get out and you don't get them out in some kind of way, 
they lodge in your body and then that's what causes disease that's what causes cancers that's what causes infections that's what causes and um so it was good for me to get it out now i had i had people that that um read my stuff you know without my permission and, and they got hurt by a lot of the things that i had said but People need to understand that those words, those those things that I, that I had said, that I had to get that out, and it wasn't never meant for you to see. It was never meant for you to read. You know that that was my my private journals, my private um, thoughts and fears and and unbelief and 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 hate and disappointment and all that inside. That was that was what I I needed to get it out, and and now that we're um. At a time where you guys need to get this out, I, I want, I just, I hope and pray that, that people um, don't, don't uh, overstep their boundaries in that. And that you have a private place uh, um, to write or, or speak or scream or yell or whatever and get that out. Because I, I, I feel like that the part that, uh, where people overstep their boundaries with me has, has made a, made this even a, a harder journey for me to, to come back into who I am and to and to and to uh, take my position, my place as in in the kingdom of God. But 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 I I mean I'm not crying about it. I'm not whining about it. I just I I don't want it to be any harder than it has to be for anybody else. And this I know by experience that it is harder than it has to be sometimes when you when it when it's done like this. But anyway, let's go on. Now, now we're at a point of what is that the blood of Christ doing for me today? What what is that 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 it, that I need to understand so I can build my firm foundation so I can rise up into the place and the purpose that I was created for. Now, the blood of Christ it's not really doing. If you look around and you ask people and you talk to people, even people that are in um church or or religious or or um, called themselves Christians, you will see that, that not a, a lot of people understand what the blood is doing for them. They, and a lot of people will, um, still even people that are, are called themselves Christians, when you we, we started here, we're going to go back here, when when you name, name, the, uh, name Jesus and you start talking about God, they come into offense. Now how can I be in offense if I'm a Christian? Why, why would I be in offense? There's nothing, I should, shouldn't be able to say anything, anything, even attaching your name to it, that offends you. Do you know why? Because of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, it covers it all. And if you are taking offense of anything that I've said, or, or do say, or anybody else for that matter, then it, it's hard sometimes when we're in offense to look at ourselves, but that's the exact place you need to look and find in yourself where you are holding yourself in condemnation, holding yourself guilty as charged. And if I'm holding myself guilty as charged, I'm not believing in the blood of Jesus. And if I'm not believing in the blood of Jesus to cover all my sins, past, present, and future, then it is no good for me. Uh, then, I mean, I might as well not claim myself to be a Christian. I, might, I mean, church is, is, is a waste of time. Um, all of it is based on that belief in that blood. Do you understand? 
So that's why they say it says that uh, that a Christian should be it should be attractive, right? So it should be something that attracts people, and and it should be um, you should be able to tell a Christian from out out of the crowd. Now within my uh, clique of people that I I walk with, and and I'm I'll befriend it to you. You can tell me out of the crowd. You know me from from them uh, uh, just by uh, the murmur that goes around and the, about me. You know that I'm not um, like them in that one way and that I have, I, I live in a different way than, than uh, uh, my friends do. I live in, in it, not in a different place, but in a different way. Which allows me to smile most of the time. Which allows me to, to um, laugh. Which allows me to love them. Even though, and, and, and because I love them, I, it also opens me up to, to be hurt more than, than I had thought I could be. I could even stand. But, you know, um, I know that there's an end. And I know that there's a purpose for this. And, and I'm going for the nectar of love. The nectar of love. Because I know once I get there, that, uh, that every, every one of these tears that I've shed, every heartbreak that I've felt, every time that I've, I've cried, that all of that is working towards uh, a place and, and, a, and, and, and relationships with people and, and around me that, that I've never even been able to imagine even existed. So... That's what that's what the blood does for you. That's what the blood of Christ does. That's what uh, and 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 it's not like it's not something that you can understand today, and tomorrow walk perfectly in. It's practice. You have to practice every day by consistent practice. You will come to a time and in a place that that you won't be offended by the world. You won't be offended by people's uh, judgment against you or, or judgment about you. And you'll be able to roll that uh, offense, that stumbling block of offense over, over to the corner and begin your firm foundation. That's, the, that's stepping from um, the faith into belief. And, uh, when, and then I can start building the rest of my foundation. And the reason I want to build this foundation and so rock solid like this is because uh, once I get it built, I can build anything on top of it, and, and you know, and I can make anything I want on top of it, and I can destroy it and build it again and again and again. That's heaven. That's what I'm working for, and that's a uh, what I I hope I opened up to you is is my the path I took to get there. So I hope that helps. I love you all. Have a good day.